Welcome to the 510 podcast. I am Heidi Matheson, and my goal in the next five to 10 minutes is to bring you some encouragement from the Word of God. In Ephesians 5 verse 10, Paul tells us to find out what pleases the Lord. And the writer of Hebrews says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So together, let's strengthen our faith with the Word of God. Welcome back to our mini-series called I Am. In the previous episode, we talked about the eight I Am statements that Jesus made in the Gospel of John, the most significant one found in John 8 verse 58, where Jesus makes the statement, Before Abraham was, I am. We talked about how Jesus was claiming himself to be equal with Yahweh, equal with God. If you haven't yet heard that episode, then I encourage you to have a listen because it lays a foundation for today's content. From John chapter 6 through to John chapter 15, Jesus takes this I am statement and adds seven attributes to it, teaching us in some detail about who he is and therefore who God is. And today we're looking at the statement, I am the bread of life, found in John chapter 6. First of all, let's talk about bread. Bread is universally known as a staple food, a basic dietary item, even in our world of gluten-free products. A person can survive a long time on only bread and water. And bread is an important theme that runs through the Bible and an important theme that Jesus' Jewish audience would have understood. In the Old Testament, God provided manna, which was considered a type of bread that came directly from heaven to feed and sustain the Israelites while they lived in tents in the desert. It arrived every day, except for the Sabbath, and there was always enough for everyone. It was a life-giving miracle. Also in the Old Testament, in the tabernacle, which was the tent that housed the very presence of God, we learn about something called the table of showbread. This was a table containing 12 loaves of bread replenished every week, each loaf representing one of the 12 tribes of Israel. This table signified God's provision for Israel and also the intimate fellowship between God and his people. Today, when we talk about breaking bread with someone or having a meal with someone, we're referencing having fellowship with them, spending time with them, building a relationship with them. So bread in the Old Testament is all about God's provision and about his fellowship with his people. The Jews would have understood the significance of bread. So when Jesus starts talking about it, it would have had a deeper meaning to the Jews than it might perhaps have for us today. In John chapter 6 from verse 25, The people are looking for Jesus. During the night, he'd walked on the water to join his disciples in the boat, which then took him to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. The people are a bit surprised to find him on the other side because they hadn't seen him get into the boat and they hadn't witnessed him walking on the water. Jesus makes a comment that they were only looking for him because he'd fed them just the day before with bread and fish. He was talking about the account that we now know of as the feeding of the 5,000, where Jesus supplied food for over 5,000 people with only five small loaves and two fish. And here Jesus encourages them to be concentrating on spiritual food 
rather than physical food. So in John chapter 6, verse 27, Jesus says, Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you. And then in verse 35, he said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Now the people had just been commenting that Jesus had only done one miracle involving bread, but Moses had provided daily manna from heaven. Jesus reminds them that it was God who provided the manna, not Moses. And actually, God the Father was now giving them true bread from heaven. And in verse 33, he explains what this true bread is. He says, For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And then later in verse 51, Jesus says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Jesus is explaining to the people that he is going to give his life so that they can receive everlasting spiritual provision to fill a hunger that nothing on this earth will ever fill. So many people spend their lives searching for meaning because they feel a void within them which they try to satisfy with all that this world has to offer, money, possessions, relationships, prestige. But this void can only be filled with the living bread that comes from heaven, the bread of life, Jesus. Jesus contrasts the temporal nature of the manna in the desert which fed them day by day with the everlasting nature of himself. And he tells them that he offers them eternal life. Now, it does feel a bit weird when he talks about his flesh being bread and that if we eat his flesh, then we receive this eternal life that he has to offer. But when we remember that he's talking in spiritual terms, it makes more sense. And this also leads us forward to the events at the Last Supper, when Jesus holds up a loaf of bread, breaks it, gives thanks for it, and says to his 12 disciples, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In this account, not only is Jesus saying, my body is the bread of life, he's also encouraging the disciples to remember him by sharing bread together. And that's why we celebrate communion in our churches. But I believe it's also why we should as Christians share meals together, have fellowship with one another, remembering the life that Jesus has given us. And in the same chapter, John chapter 6, when the people ask Jesus, what must we do to do the works that God requires? Jesus gives an interesting answer. He says, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Jesus is saying that eternal life comes only by believing in him. There is nothing that we can do to earn eternal life. Nothing that we can do to gain favor with God. Nothing that we can do to earn God's approval, except believe in his Son. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9 For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Friends, Jesus is the bread of life. He is the one who sustains our spirits, fills our hunger, gives us purpose, and leads us to eternal life. He is God, the living bread, and he invites us to be filled with him so that we will never hunger. Thank you for listening. I hope you were encouraged today. You can find the 510 podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you found today's encouragement helpful, please subscribe and consider sharing it with a friend.